Welcome to College Advice, a podcast to help you develop the skills, habits, and mindset you need to thrive during college and beyond. I'm Katie Oliveira, and after coaching students from around the world through their college experience over the last 15 years, I've come to believe that college isn't just some box we need to check off on our way to a successful career. Instead, I think it's a special moment in our experience where we get to nurture and develop both our personal and professional selves so that we can live a meaningful and fulfilling life that actually aligns with who we are. Each week, my guests and I share lessons learned from our work helping students just like you so that you can shorten your learning curve while you figure out what you want to do with your life and leverage your college experience to make it happen. But before we dive into today's episode, a quick word from this week's sponsor. This episode of the Collegehood Advice podcast is brought to you by the Collegehood Advice Fan Club. We're empowering students to go after their dreams and we need your help. You're already a big fan of the Collegehood Advice podcast, so why not make it official by joining our fan club over at collegehoodadvice.com slash ambassador. It's not just a fan club, it's a movement. The Collegehood Advice fan club is your way to help amplify the hashtag BUNow mission. You are your most valuable resource, and it's totally possible to use your unique combination of interests, talents, experiences, and perspective to build a life you love. But there are so many people out there who don't know this yet, and they spend their days feeling overwhelmed, unmotivated, and disconnected from their truth because A, they don't think it's possible, and B, they don't know what steps to take to start making it happen. Let's work together to change that. Once you join and become an official fan, you'll be given a monthly mission to help others in your life connect with Collegehood Advice so that they can start building a life they love. And as a thank you, you'll have a chance to earn free swag, a shout out on the show, exclusive fan club only monthly group Q&A access, that warm feeling you get when you help someone else, plus other fun discounts and surprises along the way. To join, go over to collegehoodadvice.com ambassador. Again, that's collegehoodadvice.com slash A-M-B-A-S-S-A-D-O-R. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining me today. I am Katie, and on the show, I'm joined by the host of the Genuine Girl podcast and college sophomore, Meredith Mistro, to explore how she vastly improved her college experience by learning how to ask for help. Accepting help is so hard. Even I have a really hard time asking for help and accepting help when I need it most. I think we want to be self-sufficient, right? We want to be independent, especially when we're young. We want to prove to the grown-ups around us that we have it together and we feel like asking for help is in some way admitting defeat or admitting that we don't have it together and it kind of shows that perhaps we're not as independent as we'd like to be. But the truth is the key key to success is using support, using resources, and asking for help when you need it, learning from mentors, learning from those who are a little bit more experienced when we get stuck. So asking for help is actually not a sign of weakness. It's truly a sign of strength, but it is a muscle that we have to grow and a habit that we have to embed into our daily life. So I'm super excited that Meredith is on today to share her experience because she really provides an honest look at her own struggle with asking for help and how she's working to improve this skill in her own life because it is absolutely a work in progress 
you know, not only in your young adult life, but as you move forward. And she talks about how asking for help more and more has really helped to ease some of the early challenges that she faced during her college experience. If you're not yet familiar with Meredith, she's a college student trying to be her most genuine self in a world where young adults are often encouraged to be someone they're not. Meredith sensed that this was a problem as soon as she stepped foot on her college campus, and it quickly sparked her passion to make a difference. After one semester at school, this passion came to life as she formed her own brand, A Genuine Girl. Through her podcast, blog, and social media, Meredith hopes to be a relatable resource for college women while showing them the power that comes from being genuine regardless of what the world thinks. Meredith, thank you so much for joining me on the Collegehood Advice podcast today. I'm so happy you're here. Hi, Katie. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be a guest. <laughs> well, I've, I'm coining this episode, How I Learned to Ask for Help, because I know that asking for help is a place that's tricky for students. I mean, quite frankly, it's tricky for fully grown adults too. I think sometimes we want to be self-reliant. It's a value that we're taught and asking for help can make us seem like we're not working hard, that we're weak. But in my experience, I've learned that asking for help is really important skill to build. One that the people that you see who are very successful have mastered. Um, And so I wanted to start with maybe you sharing a little bit about what has been your relationship with asking for help, and then we'll dive a little bit more into what it is currently. So we'll kind of go back in time and talk through initially as you began advocating for yourself, what did your relationship with help look like? Yeah, that's a great question. So just as a little background, I'm a sophomore in college right now, and so I'm still you know, getting used to the whole environment here. I think college is definitely a huge adjustment period for anyone. And I think coming in, especially last year as a freshman, I didn't quite realize how much of an adjustment it was going to be. I knew that things would be different. I'd be in a different place. And I didn't know many people coming in, which was a little tricky at first. And honestly still is sometimes, but I kind of expected to just have things figured out pretty quickly and get adjusted and just love life because, you know, everybody will tell you college is the best four years of your life. You're going to love every part of it. And so that's what I was expecting coming in. But as I came into college as a freshman, I very quickly realized that it was going to be much more of an adjustment than I ever expected. And really in every part of my life from academics to the social piece to just taking care of myself. And I didn't think that asking for help in these areas would be a problem for me. I've always been kind of an independent person. I thought I would be able to figure it out, but it was kind of intimidating because I saw all of these other students around me And I think social media kind of contributes to this too, because on social media, everybody is always posting pictures, looking like they have their life so perfectly figured out. And I would see all of this and 
I would suddenly feel so intimidated and overwhelmed and get this feeling like, oh my gosh, like they all have their life together. They know what they're doing. So I need to know what I'm doing. And I think that mindset was kind of unhealthy for me because it kind of drew me away from asking for help. There were a lot of areas in my life that I needed help. I think first semester it was definitely academics and then it changed more to the social piece and balancing it all taking care of myself really just adjusting to college but seeing everyone else have it so figured out kind of made me feel like I couldn't ask anyone for help because since everyone else had it figured out that must mean I should know how to do it all too. Oh, and you're so not alone. This is something I've heard from so many students. And I even am this way, you know, on some level, as I've gotten older, I've gotten better about it. But that idea of, I don't want to out myself as the only person who doesn't have it figured out when I think the reality is, is that everybody feels that way. No one has it figured out. That's the big secret is that we're all, we all are capable of figuring out life. You know, I really am a firm believer in that, but we're, it's messy, and we're doing it all the time. And so, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, part of that is asking for help when you, you know, asking for help is important when you get to a place where you, you, you're, you don't have the knowledge, resources, capabilities, strength, gusto, whatever it is to, to keep moving on. And those feelings of anxiety and overwhelm are an indication that maybe you're in over your head. And that's exactly when you need to ask for help. So, what changed for you or how has, kind of embracing asking for help come about for you? Yeah, that's a great question. So I'll be honest, asking for help is still a process that I'm learning and getting better at. I think I've always had this kind of perfectionistic attitude. I really want everything to be perfect. I want to have it all together and have it all figured out. And so it's hard for me to kind of battle with myself and my mind that wants to be so perfect. But then I also know that, you know, I have to ask for help sometimes too, because I'm not perfect and I never will be. And I think there over first semester of freshman year, there were definitely a few situations where I realized that not asking for help was actually kind of hurting me. I was just thinking, I continued thinking for a long time that eventually I would be able to figure it out myself. And even if I was struggling right now, maybe in the future, I would just miraculously figure out how to balance it all. And I think just as an example, academically, college classes were definitely a challenge for me coming in first semester. I thought I had taken some rigorous classes in high school. And so I thought, okay, I know college is supposed to be hard, but I think I'll be able to do okay in my classes. So when I got into college and suddenly all of these terrible, difficult classes hit me, I was so overwhelmed, but I kind of had it in my mind that I would figure it out. I would push through, I would get to an A, which was my overall goal. But I quickly realized that uh, by trying to figure it all out myself and not asking anyone for help, when I 
was struggling. I mean, homework was taking me a long, long time. I spent so many hours studying for things that could have been avoided if I would have just asked my professor how to do something. And then I actually, my grades were not what I really wanted them to be. For so many hours that I had put in trying to figure things out, figure out how to do these things, learn these concepts, I wasn't getting the results that I was hoping for or that I was expecting. And it wasn't until the end of first semester where I actually took the step to go talk to a lot of my professors and ask them what was going on and what maybe I could do to improve my grade or do better in class. And I definitely waited (laughs) probably until it was too late because they gave me a lot of good feedback. And if I had known that earlier in the semester, I definitely would have been able to perform better for the whole semester in my classes. And that's just one area in which I learned after talking to my professors at the end of the semester that it would have been really beneficial for me to just ask for help from the beginning. And when I kind of told them that I was a little worried about asking for help, they they looked at me like I was kind of crazy because they really want to help people. They want to help students. That's what they're here for. And that just kind of made me realize, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have felt so bad about asking for help. I I think I had it in my mind like, okay, I can figure it out. But at the same time, I didn't want to burden other people when for professors, that's their job to help you. And I know a lot of other people too, a lot of experts. And so that's one example. I know I've been rambling about that, but I think that really changed my mindset and set the tone for the next semester and throughout the rest of my college experience to get better about asking people because they want to help you succeed. Number one, you weren't rambling at all. I think that was really (laughs) important because I think that that's a really common experience in my own work with students, both as an advisor and coach, but also as an instructor. I would have students sort of show up at the end of the semester with their heads hanging low, um, kind of finally to a place where they just couldn't dig themselves out anymore and feeling like I should have asked you for help a long time ago and feeling ashamed about that or embarrassed about that. And every single time as an instructor, I'm like, oh, thank God you finally asked for help. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. You know, so instructors, like, honestly, I don't, I think I'm in the majority. I mean, there are some stinkers out there and I'm actually going to have an episode here in a couple weeks about what to do when you have an interaction with a faculty that doesn't go so great. But I would say by and large, most faculty are rooting for you and want to help you and are just like twiddling their thumbs in their office, waiting for a student to come and ask them for help. Yes. And see, it makes me feel so much better even hearing you say that because I still sometimes get in that mindset where I'm like, okay, I don't know if I should go in and talk to this professor. I don't know if they have time for me, but it's always worth it after I do it. And just hearing from more and more people that 
majority of them want to help you. It it makes me feel better. So thanks for saying that. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes too, I, I do believe this. And, and, and if you've been listening to the show for a little while, I think you know this. And Meredith, you and I have talked about this. I believe that you are your greatest asset, your personality, your unique strengths, your unique talents, your combination of experiences and perspectives are your greatest asset. But you also have to create systems and relationships that are going to be able to support you as you move forward. And people like me and your professors and everyone on your campus, really, our whole mission, the whole reason we do this work is to help you, the person who's experiencing the college experience, the student, personally and professionally develop. And a lot of that stuff happens in the classroom, but a lot of that stuff happens through using resources and people on your campus. Oh, for sure. I totally agree. I mean, I have had that experience with professors, but that was just one example. I mean, there are so many people on my campus, and I think all college campuses who really are there for you and want to help you, and even people like you, Katie, who aren't actually on a campus but are virtual. I think that's the beauty of the internet and everything these days, too. I mean, there's just people everywhere who really want to help us succeed. And I think that's so cool. I think so too. But yet, despite that eagerness to help and support you, I know that there are a lot of students out there who feel really nervous to access the help. So I'm wondering if you have a couple pointers, you know, maybe one or two things that you did to sort of get the gumption, the gusto, get yourself up to make (laughs) that, um, take that step to like walk into an office hours or reach out and say, I'm not understanding. I'm doing A, B, and C things and I'm not getting the results that I want. What am I not seeing? What else do I need to be doing? How did you muster up that bravery, that courage to to go and ask? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say for anybody who's in a similar situation as I was and still sometimes am, I think a lot of times we get a little nervous to go ask for help because sometimes it seems like we're going and asking from a figure of authority, from an expert, and that can be a little intimidating sometimes. And I think for me, something that helped before I actually went in and talked to my professors and other resources on campus, I would just start by talking to a couple of friends and just talking to them about what I'm going through. And I know that they might not be able to give me the level of advice and help that I really need, but at least getting my problem out there to somebody someone who I feel a little less intimidated by, that really, I think, helped me find the courage to later go talk to a professor or an expert about what I was going through because I had already talked uh, talked about it with somebody before and I had already gone through it and I had kind of dumped out what was on my brain once before. So I was able to organize my thoughts a little bit before just going into office hours, for example, and asking a professor for help. And so I'd say if 
other students are struggling, like don't be afraid to start by talking to those people around you, your friends, family, and then maybe take that step to go talk to an expert. But at the same time, there were definitely a few instances last year in college where I was going through some tough times that I didn't really feel comfortable talking to my friends about. And I know that you should feel comfortable talking to friends about anything because you should be able to trust them and all of that. But I think especially at the beginning, when I was trying to meet people and figure out who my true friends really were, it was hard for me to be able to open up to them about certain things. Like, for example, I went through a period last year where I was just it, it kind of went along with this academic stress that I was feeling, all of this pressure. I was just having a lot of trouble balancing things, and I was just constantly feeling stressed out, and that was leading to some unhealthy habits. I was gaining some weight. I just wasn't as healthy physically or mentally as I wanted to be, but this wasn't something that I felt like I could just go talk to a friend about first. So I would say just really look at what you're struggling with right now and kind of look at how intense, I guess, your issues are right now. If you're going through something like needing help in a class, sure, maybe you can start by asking a friend. But if it's something more like what I was going through with just constant stress and um, physical health problems, mental health problems, I would say that's kind of a sign that you really should just take the leap and ask somebody. And even if the person you talk to can't help you, I'm sure there's somebody on your campus that can. And maybe your professor can guide you to the counseling center, for example, or whatever it may be. I think it's just important to realize where you are and what the scale of your problems or issues really are. And if it's something large enough, I think for me, I finally just realized like this issue is bigger than something I can take care of myself. I, I really just need an expert because even talking to friends wouldn't be enough to really solve this. I don't know if that makes sense. (laughs) I would just add that totally makes sense. Um, I just would add that, or I guess build on what you've said that friends, it's really important to talk to your friends and be honest and open and transparent about challenges that you're all facing for sure. Especially like you mentioned um, earlier in the conversation in this curated social media world where we don't always kind of see what's going on behind the scenes and what's really happening, it can appear like you're isolated, like you're the only one struggling in your classes, or you're the only one feeling homesick, or you're the only one feeling anxiety and stress. Um, And the reality is, is that most everyone is feeling that way. I went to a talk at South by Southwest a couple of years ago, and the director of the University of Texas, which is, you know, one of the biggest universities in the country, said that 70% of their um, student body reported having anxiety and stress depression symptoms. They may not have um, clinical diagnosed depression or anxiety, but they had those symptoms. They were reporting out those symptoms. College is stressful. I think it's funny. Everybody I talk to says, 
oh, I heard this was going to be the best four years of my life and be so fun. And I got here and I was like, it's hard. <laughs> and so I don't I don't know how that myth is perpetuated from the 70s. But college is hard. <laughs> it's really hard. I really don't know how that myth is still going. I mean, I, I guess it appears like everybody's having a great time, but it's it's tough for sure. Yeah. And, and there are a lot of fun things and there there, you know, college is fun and you're meeting new people and you have so many opportunities and things, but you're also personally and professionally thrown in to situations that are new and scary and difficult. And when you are growing, there is discomfort and the whole purpose of college is to grow. And when you are growing, you need to be supported and nurtured. And, you know, think about a garden. If you don't support and nurture it, it gets a lot of weeds and the plants get scraggly and you don't grow nothing, right? And college is sort of, you're like a beautiful flower in a garden and you need tending and you're in charge of some of that tending. And your friends are too. I think talking to friends is important because then you have support at that level. You have camaraderie. You have understanding that you're all in it together and you're not alone. And that support is really powerful and important. However, that's kind of what their role is. And then a role of a professional or expert is to give you perspective and a range of strategies that you can use and try on that your friend who has the same experience level as you may not be able to give you. They can only tell you from their own lived experience, but they don't have enough experience talking to others to give you the range of things. And you know, you've heard me say this, there's a lot of ways to get it done. And so if what your friend recommends doesn't work for you, that doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you need a different solution and experts are sometimes better positioned to give you a range of solutions that you can then kind of try out and figure out and troubleshoot on your own or with their support. So I think that makes a lot of sense what you said. And I think you're right. You need both. And yes, I, I think you just put it perfectly. (laughs) I, I love all of that. Thank you for just, you always make things sound so much better than I do. I just kind of go on and on and hope I get somewhere. <laughs> well, this is a good example, right? This is a good example of what we're we're talking about, what we're demonstrating. You are living it right now. You're in it. So sometimes when you're in it, you can't see the forest for the trees, right? You're in the middle and yeah. all looks like forest, but you have lived wisdom, right? You have wisdom to share with other students. You have support to share with other students. I'm not in the forest anymore. I can see all the trees. I made it through the forest and I've seen thousands of other students make it through too. And so my perspective is a little bit different, but I have, I call it Carino, which is like, I have this deep care for you because I remember what it was like to be you. And I've walked with so many students through it that I get it. And I want to advocate for you and help you figure it out. And I think That is true for a lot of people who are working to help students. I think maybe they don't approach it exactly like I do because I'm me. Everyone approaches it in their own way. But that's kind of the purpose of helpers along everywhere in your whole life. I get help with business. I am awesome at helping students. I've been doing it for 15 years. You know what? Honestly, uh, other things I'm not so great at. I have to ask for help too. So it's going to be something that you need your whole life. Yes, it's like 
such a big life skill that I think college really helps you learn for sure. And I think going off of that, I I just love what you said. And I think to any students listening, you need to listen to what Katie's saying and ask for that help because truly these people want to help you and they've been through so much that you're going through right now. I think that's something a lot of us don't really think about. I think a lot of students, we kind of think, oh, nobody will understand what I'm going through right now. And uh, kind of like you were saying earlier, I even talking to your friends, yes, it's great. But sometimes you just need that expert who has actually gone through college, who has been in your shoes and your stage of life before. Like, yes, there are people who are going through what you're going through. So I think that's important to remember. And who have gone through it and come out the other side, right? I exactly, don't think there's yes. anything wrong with showing that it's hard and tough. I think what's important about that is that you can show people that you can you can make it to the other side, that it will pass, that you will be better yes. for it, you will be stronger for it, you're going to grow, you're going to develop. It sucks while you're in it, yeah. but you are capable of pushing through and getting on the other side of it. We all are. Yes, I totally, totally agree. So you mentioned professors as one of the key people that you like to go to for help. And I would echo that. I think they're like the frontline person, especially when you're struggling academically. Are there any other resources that you have found to be really critical to your success or or places that you like to go for help on your campus that you'd like to share? Yeah, so for me, yes, professors is a big one, but I'd say that another place I've gone frequently, especially last year as I was really going through the huge adjustment stage of college, I don't know about other campuses, but I'm pretty sure every campus has some sort of counseling center or resource center where you can go and kind of talk about whatever is on your mind. I know at my school, we have a counseling center that it's such a great place. You can just walk in and get an appointment anytime and talk to an expert who will just have a very genuine conversation with you about whatever is on your mind. And it, it's so like a confidential convers- conversation. Ooh, I can't talk. That was a mouthful. <laughs> but um, you just go in and can talk to them and what you say stays in the room. And it's just like a great way to get a little bit of help and advice with whatever you're going through in the moment. I think at least on my campus, a lot of people tend to shy away from the counseling center because when you say it and when you call it that a lot of people tend to think like oh counseling center I don't want I don't want to be in counseling like I don't want to be seen as that person like I I don't know why people view it as such a negative thing because I think no matter what you're going through whether it is something serious or just daily stress you know I I think that has been such a great resource and it definitely took a little courage for me to walk in there the first time because I did I didn't know anything about it or what I was getting myself into but 
I think there are so many experts there in different fields and that have dealt with different issues that have really helped me too, um, whether it's a big problem or just if there's a day I'm feeling stressed, I'll just go in there and talk to someone. And so I think that's a really great resource as well. Yes, absolutely. And to add to it, most campuses have it. I think I can't think of a single campus in the country doesn't. And most of the times you have sort of a block of appointments um, that are you've already paid for in your tuition. And so I agree with you. I think that that stereotype of like, oh, counseling that that taboo needs to go the way of colleges, the best four years of your life. Like those are kind of old school myths that are I think no longer relevant. I think going to get therapy, coaching, counseling, mentoring, help is really the way of the world. Really highly successful executives, professionals, celebrities all have therapists, mentors, and coaches, right? They have these big teams of people who are supporting them. And I think utilizing those services when you're in college, especially since you're paying for it already in your tuition is so important because those people are there precisely to help you navigate the challenges, the stressors, the pressure that comes along with being in college because we know that being in college is really challenging and it's going to push you because again, you're growing and growth is uncomfortable. It just is. And, And this might be the first time in your life you've been pushed to grow and become uncomfortable. And so you may not have the skills to cope with that growth. And that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It just means you have to get better at that skill, just the same way you get better at your math class and your writing class and uh, exercising or anything else. You have to condition yourself. You're not going to go out and run a marathon. You're going to start <laughs> doing little, uh, if you're me, you're going to start walking a mile because <laughs> I'm not yes. going to run a mile anytime soon. And then you work your way up to running a marathon. You have to exercise and strengthen and condition that ability. And it is the same thing with coping or anything else. And a counseling center is going to help you condition the ability to cope with the challenges, the stressors, the strain. And you are going to be able to bring those things into your life because guess what? Life's not always rainbows and puppies. You're going to have to deal with stuff in your life that's really challenging. And if you have those skills early, it makes navigating those bumps so much easier than when you're in it down the road. Oh my gosh, I totally agree. I I just, I always think about how I wish I would have just started asking for help even earlier than I did because just having those skills, the sooner you can get those skills and just be okay with asking for help, the better off you are for the rest of college, the rest of life. I just wish I had known. And I hope that anyone else who's listening who might be struggling to ask for help can see that it's totally okay. It's a good thing. And yeah, it's necessary to growing. I literally wrote down on my notes here, if you never ask for help, you'll never grow. So I think... I, everything you're saying is totally, totally true. Well, we have covered so much goodness, so much ground. Is there anything that you'd like to add? Anything we missed? Any last words of wisdom before we end our conversation today? 
Well, I I think I've pretty much covered everything. I guess just to emphasize it again one more time to any students listening, I know exactly how you're feeling. If you think it's hard to ask for help, if you don't want to ask for help or whatever it may be, if you're struggling with your relationship with asking for help, I know how it feels and I definitely don't have it all figured out. I'm still every day trying to get better at asking people for help, but I hope that through this episode, you've kind of seen that it it's such a good thing to ask for help. And I think there are so many great resources out there. Katie is definitely one of them. And you should totally take advantage of those because especially in college, when you have access to all of these great resources on your campus, I mean, now is the time to take advantage and learn and grow. And you'll be much better off, I think, for the rest of your life. I think so too. Meredith, how can my listeners connect with your awesome podcast and the work that you're doing? Yeah. So if you're interested in checking out my podcast, it's called a genuine girl podcast, and you can find it on Apple podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, really anywhere you listen to your podcasts, you can find it on there. And you can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook at one genuine girl, all spelled out and get updated on new episodes and get some inspirational quotes. (laughs) I love that. Well, Meredith, thank you so much for coming on College Head Advice. I think that this was really important stuff that we talked about today. And I really appreciate you coming on. Of course. Thank you for having me. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to the show and listening all the way to the end. If you need them, you can find all the links and resources we mentioned over in the show notes at collegeadvice.com forward slash podcast. If you really enjoyed today's show, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts to get new episodes downloaded as soon as they come out. If you're a big fan, we'd love to hear about it. You can share your love by leaving a quick rating or review over on Apple Podcasts. And of course, we would love if you would share the show with a friend. The more, the merrier. I'll be back next week. But until then, remember, you have the power to create a better college experience. You've just got to get out there and take your first step.